All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? Welcome in to another episode of Gaslighting. Almost fucked up there, John. Almost fucked up there. No, I was trying to remember my name, actually. My name is John Jamingo, the Charlie Brown of podcasting, and with me, my up-and-coming co-host, Devin Necker. How you doing, Devin? Good, man. You know, we're all just trying out here in these troubling podcasting times. Trying in these troubling podcasting times. Boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you. Oh, if yeah. you're part of the Discord nitwit universe, you're going to love it. If you're part of the podcasting circle jerk that we have, I think you're going to enjoy it. Here's the thing. I got a question for you. Did oh, you yeah, make it? Did you make it home without shit in your pants? Absolutely. That's amazing because I don't know <laughs> if I could have been able to hold back a turd that long. I was already pissed off. So I think really? the like the anger probably clenched my butthole shut long enough for me to get home. I'm telling you, it's that young butthole stuff. It's not even just that. That indignant ass fucking nurse lady, whatever the fuck she was behind the counter. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Earlier, I was kind of. I don't want to spoil the Discord nit the uh, as Discord turns, but yeah, I joined a Discord server that I had not previously been in. And I noticed that Devin is uh, very active in that Discord, but he's not active in the uh, Boomer Bunker. And I get it. I get it. We're old guys over there. We got old kind of thinking. And these are young bucks over in the Discord server. So he's in there chatting. And I said, oh, so I knew he was out. And I said, you're going to be late? (laughs) Because last week was a whole issue. Oh, yeah. No, um, I had to, you know, take my girlfriend out to a fucking doctor's appointment. And right as we pull into the fucking parking lot, I get that feeling in my fucking stomach. And I'm like, oh, God, I got a shit. And so I walk in there right behind her. She has a mask on. I don't. And the first thing they ask me is, oh, yeah, where's, where's your mask? And, you know, me being me, I, of course, said, oh, I'm totally vaccinated. And the nurse was just like, uh, do you happen to have your, your vaccination card? And I'm like, uh, no. And if I did, I wouldn't show it to you. That's kind of private information, don't you think? So then she basically said, well, okay, doll, go out and shit in the parking lot like the rest of the right. animals. So then I had to go back to my car, sit in there and wait for her to get done while I do back and forth and talk shit with a bunch of degenerates. So let me ask you this question. In where you are, Michigan, are yeah. like Duncan, I mean, is there any place like a public bathroom, like McDonald's, could you go somewhere to go take a shit there if you had to? Not. If I really had to, I could have. They're open. But, you know, yeah. Okay. I mean, I already know in my young age at 25 not to ever trust a fucking fart. So no. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we used to do a thing on the Brand X podcast, which was a poo haiku, which mm-hmm. was uh, your latest pants shitting state, your latest pant shitting or close call. In mm-hmm. three words or three short phrases. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you had a poo haiku, but apparently you made it back home. Yeah. No, thank God. To me, it seems like 
the looser the stool, the harder it is to hold back. Like if you got a big old nugget in there, like a solid nugget. No, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, you could take your sphincter muscles and hold on to it. But if it's nothing but uh, liquid, then uh, there's nothing to oh, hold. No. You know, trust me. Yeah, for context, I know. Yeah, back when I was yeah, drinking a fifth almost every fucking night, that's basically what it was. You, you know, the alcoholic liquid shit. Yep. That's how I learned to never fucking trust a fart. I agree. I hear you. But, um, oh, I have uh, a question for you. Sure. I don't know if you, like, uh, keep up with, like, any media stuff, like uh, TV shows or anything. Let's see. Well, maybe. Uh, did you hear that there is talks about doing a uh, a version of King of the Hill that's 15 years later? No, I did not. Yeah, you know what the craziest part about it is? What? I think they're completely changing Dave's uh, Dave's character, you know, Dave Gribble. Okay. You know, that basically <laughs> Alex Jones. Yes. Well, of course they will. And, yeah, you know, he's not a crazy conspiracy theorist anymore. He's super woke. Oh, damn it. I hate that shit. I absolutely... Do you know... I mean, this is way before your time. This show, the last episode of this was probably came out before you were born. But there was a show called The Wonder Years. And it was based in mm -hmm. 1968. Fred Savage was a little kid. And the guy, Daniel Stern, who was also the actor, who's one of the criminals in the uh, Home Alone movies, he was the voiceover guy in this. And it was basically him and his friends and, you know, and he would narrate through his life. They're rebooting mm -hmm. Wonder Years. But what they're going to do with it is they're going to make it black. It's a black. I you know, I was just about to fucking drop that and you beat me fucking to it. God damn. They're having a black Wonder Years. And at first I was like, come on, guys. I mean, but then I thought about it and it would really, really be, if they do this right. And I think I talked about this on the Boomer Bunker show. If they do this right and they talk about the times, I think it would be a great way for people like you and people in your generation and all to see actual racism, like actual fucking racism, because everything that everybody goes, oh, racism. Well, no, everything is fucking racist now. Yeah, th That's not racism. It's not. It might be Remember annoying. John. It might be offensive, but it's not real racism. No, John, you just have wrong think. Therefore, you are a white supremacist. Oh, I know. Anybody that doesn't think like the narrative, like the leftist narrative, which is run, you know, that's the media is run by that now. The educational systems run by that now. It's ridiculous. If you don't speak to that narrative, guess what? You're a white supremacist. Yeah, you're Whether you're black or not. Donut eating dog. That's right. You fucking Nazi. Larry Elder, the black man that was running for governor in California, they called him the black face of white supremacy. This is a black oh man. God. I was like, that's now that's racist. But yeah, oh, just a little bit. You know, I, I find it, you know, what I find really funny. This whole, uh, you know, spinoff thing that just happened mm -hmm. all happened just because I completely fabricated that thing about Dale. Oh, that's not true. No, that's not true. I, I just wanted to see how you would react. <laughs> I mean, it didn't even shock me. No, no. I mean, it wouldn't fucking shock me either. Like, it wouldn't. I, I didn't even know they were going to reboot that 15 years in the future. They're bringing out that, well, actually, like in a couple of days, they're, the October 1st, they're going to do the prequel to The Sopranos, which really? I'm really interested in. Yeah, I'm really interested in that. Same thing. Starts back in the basically mid-70s, early 70s, mid-70s. You know, it's funny when the Sopranos were on, I think 
I was maybe five years younger than what Tony Soprano was. Maybe, maybe. I think he was in his 40s, early 40s as, as the show went on. And I think I was like 35 or something like that. Mm-hmm. 35 or 36. So we were kind of around the same age. It was that show to me. I love that show. Watched it several times. I've watched this series at least three times every episode. I'm excited to see that too. So anyhow, speaking of your state, your governor did a 180. She was the lockdown queen. She basically shut down a bunch of like small businesses. Yeah. All the stuff that my state did the same thing. Uh, you weren't allowed out with a mask. There was this really amazing burger place that was close to me that just doesn't exist anymore. Just out of business. because they- Out of business. Although I will say there's a lot of things that happened during this COVID thing that I think needed to be done and it would help businesses. Number one, a lot of businesses started letting people work from home. I thought that was a great idea. I think you get more more out of people if you let them work from home. Well, I mean, honestly, I, th- I think those uh, those office computer jobs where you just fucking sit there and type in information, that can be done at home. Yeah, absolutely, especially with the internet. Like, I understand if there's only like, you know, two days out of the week that you have to actually go into the office. Right. But what that just makes sense. Well, I mean, if you're one of those tree-hugging... Climate change, people, if you stop people from driving in back and forth to work three days a week, think about all the fossil fuel and the carbon emissions that you're saving, right? Yeah. You know, they're, uh, I think in, I know this is completely off topic, but like they're like putting fart bags on cows in Germany. Stop it. That's not I'm true. Serious. I would th- it is true. I would believe that they were making the Alex Jones character on King of the Hill a woke person more than I believe... So they're putting fart filters on cows. Fart yes. filters on cows. Because of the methane. Fart filters. See, now cows, now, now, now cows are a problem. I, I, I can't oh, believe. Uh, I will also drop this in the private chat. I'm sorry that this came up out of nowhere, but it just popped into my fucking head. Hey, listen, <laughs> I need to talk about fart filters. I'm not accepting your cookies. Damn websites. <laughs> Oh my God! This is a th- this is not. It's fucking real. Come on, this can't now, be now real. Now cows are. It's not just white people anymore. Now cows are evil. Cow farts. Saying those words out loud will inspire anyone to laugh. But not in me. reality, there's a serious contributor to global warming and a threat to our safety. Uh, you know what I think is a more serious contributor to global warming. What's that? Uh, those absolutely massive factories and cargo ships that go across the ocean every single day well yes let's stick on it because we're, we're jumping now we're jumping topics to topics yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, go no, right no, down okay to- yeah <laughs> sorry so if i can describe this they've got this poor cow okay and he's got this blue bag strapped to his back i mean do they shove something up the cow's ass a hose they shove a cow this up the cow's ass what happens when the cow has to shit? Uh, good question. No idea. Haven't gotten that deep into it. Oh my god! You know it's crazy too. I didn't think this was real at first because I first I heard it at first on uh, when I was doing my perusing of Alex Jones. Okay. And then I looked it up, and it's fucking real. <laughs> like any fart, cows fart release the greenhouse gas methane into the air, trapping heat and wreaking havoc on the environment. 
Thanks to the insatiable American appetite for burger, steaks, and cheese, methane gas from farm animals, a.k.a. cow farts, not car farts. Car farts are also deadly. Cow farts comprise 22% of the overall methane emissions in the U.S. 22%. I don't know how they figure that out. I don't think that's true. I can't believe it would be. No. So, with 1.3 to 1.5 billion cows living on this planet today, it's going to take some serious ingenuity to reduce those emissions. It turns out, Argentines might have found the solution to save us all! A few Argentinian farmers have strapped a high-tech backpack to their cows that officially trap passing gas throughout the day. They have an impressive holding power, too. One backpack can collect as many as 300 liters of methane per cow per day. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot, but... Uh, can you imagine? Uh, Wait a minute. I don't think I would really describe this as high-tech, but, <laughs> you know, you, you do you, Argentinians. I gotta say that any spark around one of these cows that had a bag... No more cow. It's over with. Yeah, you just you would kill the cow immediately. It would be like it would be like a chain reaction. You ever seen a fucking whale blow up when they're dead? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a story where a whale. What did the whale do? It died and it washed up on a beach. And this was like in mm -hmm. the '60s. So they're like, "How mm -hmm. the how are we going to get this whale off the beach?" It was a big one. So what they decided to do was they dug underneath the whale and they put boxes and boxes of dynamite underneath the whale. Then they set off the dynamite. I think it's on YouTube. Hang on. You know, one thing that Americans are known for is our goddamn ingenuity. Exploding whale. Here it is. <laughs> it's 50th anniversary. All right, here it is. This is the exploding whale story. It's three minutes and 24 seconds long, but here we go. It had to be said, the Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, whale. it had a stinking whale of a problem. What to do oh. with one 45-foot, eight-ton whale dead on arrival on the beach near Florence? It had been so long since a whale had washed up in Lane County, nobody could remember how to get rid of one. In selecting its battle plan, the highway division decided the carcass couldn't be buried because it might soon be uncovered. It couldn't be cut up and then buried because nobody wanted to cut it up, and it couldn't be burned. So dynamite it was, some 20 cases or a half ton of it. A half ton of dynamite. 20 cases. That is a fuck ton of dynamite. Here we go. The hope was that the long-dead Pacific gray whale would be almost disintegrated by the blast and that any small pieces still around after the explosion would be taken care of by seagulls and other scavengers. Indeed, the seagulls had been standing nearby all day. As everything was being made ready, we asked George Thornton, the highway engineer in charge of the project, for his final observation. Well, I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this things so the scavengers seagulls and crabs and whatnot can clean it up is there any chance it might be more than a one-day job uh if there's any large chunks left and uh, we may have to do some other cleanup possibly set another charge the dynamite was buried primarily on the leeward side of the big mammal so as most of the remains would be blown toward the sea okay so they're, they're thinking about it you know what bill 
Let's take this thing, we'll roll it up, and then we'll put it under the, we'll put the dynamite towards the town, and that way when it blows up, it'll blow the whale back into the water. Right. Right? Okay. I will say that that man that he was uh, asking the questions to had a, I think he had a pretty bad case of scoliosis. <laughs> well, either that he was kind of, kind of, you know, hand on oh, his yeah. hip matter of factly. Hey, Marge, I'm going to be on the news tonight. Every, let's get some watch pizza. This, watch this shit. Yeah, we're going to get some pizza. Invite the neighbors over. 75 bystanders, most of them residents who had first found the whale to be an object of curiosity before they tired of its smell, were moved back a quarter of a mile away. The sand- <laughs> moved Whoa. Them, they moved them back a quarter of a mile. <laughs> Better back up. We don't know how this is going to go. Dunes there were covered with spectators and land lubber newsmen shortly to become land blubber newsmen. Get it? The blast blasted blubber beyond <laughs> all. <laughs> Here we go. We got a ca- countdown. Eight, seven, six, five. Oh, boy. Oh, get out of the way! Our camera stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. <laughs> wow, amazing. While others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the Holy shit! The passenger compartment. What the hell happened to my Cadillac? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> this is a there's a Cadillac with the roof completely caved in, which was a quarter of a mile away from the blast. <sighs> literally smashed. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. As for the success of the effort, well, the seagulls who were supposed to clean things up were nowhere in sight, either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell. That didn't no really shit! Matter. Remaining chunks were of such a size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site. It might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore in Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember what not to do. <laughs> Jesus. You notice the guy with the scoliosis was there and they're interviewing him again. Well, we don't know what happened. I guess maybe we needed some more dynamite. Maybe we should have used 60 cases. So I tell you what, we do like to go down rabbit holes in this show. So back to the cow farts. <laughs> so, I mean, you're talking about 300 liters of cow gas. That's a lot. They say yeah, it, can prov- it, it can provide enough energy to run a refrigerator for a day. Hey, look, I'm all for it. But I don't think like the poor cow has a pipe rammed up its ass so it can fart in a bag. Could you imagine being the only cow on the farm that has this first? All the other cows are just like, look at this fucking loser. I'm thinking about you're going down the road and all of a sudden you see a big field full of cows and there's all these blue bags on the back of them. I can't believe that cow farts make that big of a difference. What do I I know. 
I think it's hard to believe too, but then again, I am not a scientist. Believe it or not, I'm not a scientist <laughs> either. So anyhow, where so what happened? When do we start talking about okay, we gotta get back to we somehow this Yeah, we gotta get back to stretching Gretchen. Stretching ooh. Stretching Gretchen. Yeah, I tell you what, she one thing is she's a nice looking woman. I'll give her that. But I don't know. I just don't agree with her politics at all. I know that uh, your other Michigander, he loves her because he's one of those commie leftists. I yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with her politics at all. Um, I also uh, that whistleblowing that she did about getting uh, the plans to kidnap her. Well, that was an interesting thing, too, because that was set up by the FBI. The FBI said, yeah. hey, we're going to kidnap Governor Whitman. You with us? And they're like. I guess. I don't know. What do you think? And then they started planning and all. And then when it was all planned, they sw- they arrested these guys. It was basically entrapment. Yeah, it was just a fucking sting operation. Well, I'm glad she exposed that because it should have been exposed. Basically, what she's doing now is because she's up for re-election and she knows she's in big trouble and she would like to keep her job. So basically what she did was during the budget proposal, she made it where they cannot mandate... On the state level or local level, they can't enforce mask mandates in school, which means now each school board has to make the mask mandate. And then what will happen is then they have to go to the school board meeting and people will be there yelling and screaming at them. The school boards were like, hey, listen, we just dodged a bullet. Walls, we got to say, hey, it's not us. It's the state. Now the state says, no, it's you. If you don't want masks, you got to do it. Yeah. So they basically said that the school boards and the school districts now have the, they they can mandate masks. So we'll see what happens. A lot of people started talking about this, and there are some podcasts that are right out of Michigan. One of these is the Eric Zane podcast. Eric Zane, who was fired Ooh. from, Eric Zane, he was, uh, he I, was know, a, I know, I know. He was uh, part of a morning show, I think. It was called Free Beer and Hot Wings, and then somehow he got fired, and now he's doing his own show. He was the guy that was on WATP, Who Are These Podcasts, the first time I was Cringe of the Week when I had the meltdown on Rubberneckers. Absolutely lost his mind at the clip, too. Glorious. Yeah, he thought it was funny. Go down in history. Well, I didn't know at the time that Eric... Zane was a Nazi. I had no idea. What the fuck? Yeah, he's a Nazi. This is how he responded to what Whitmer did. But Whitmer, in my opinion, hurt her chances of getting my vote with this bullshit move. She should have dropped the hammer. She should have said, uh, she should have locked us all down again. She should have said vaccine mandates. uh, Everybody has to get vaccinated or they have to leave Michigan or they're put in jail. She should have said that there's Gestapo on the street saying, show me your papers. I would have been all for that. But no, all you dummies now are going to win your Herman Cain awards because of this shit. And she is partly responsible. Screw that. My God. That's your buddy. Okay, dude, if you are that fucking scared (laughs) and that worried to blow it out of proportion like that, that we, we would need Gestapo and paper police. Don't fucking go outside. From what I understand, he's very close to Canada from where he lives. He should pack up his Nazi ass 
and move it right across the border to Canada because that's exactly what they're doing. He should he would love it over there. Yeah, you want to get fined for accidentally misgendering someone? Be my guest. He would love that. I mean, I ne- I couldn't believe he was that much of a leftist. I was shocked when yeah, I heard I that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, he's calling the other guys dummies? At least they're not Nazis. I mean, that's what actual Nazis would say. Yeah, it's as fascist as it gets. absolutely nuts. I couldn't believe it. That's why I had to pull it. I was like, holy shit. I listened to the show. It's all right. Uh, everyone that's listening to this, uh, if you want a better show, just listen to Drew and Mike. I like Drew and Mike better. Way better. <laughs> Way better. But then again, as Eric says, Oh my God in heaven, shoot me in the fucking face. Well, you know what? Your stormtroopers, your Gestapo, you might get your wish one day, Eric. How is it that bad? I actually had to rewind it. And go back and listen to it again. I thought I misheard him. I thought maybe, you know, as I was driving, he was talking about somebody else. Nope. Nope. Also, what is with these, like, ex-radio dudes that do that high-pitched voice thing? Like, that's that's not funny. It's weird. Because I remember back when I was in college and everybody was doing college radio. You had to get back in the back of your throat and do your radio DJ voice. All right, here we are, 91.5 WDBK and the Kinks. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you can tell that he's carried that all the way to where and what he's what he's doing now, which is fine. Like, you know, the, the obvious overreacting, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, no. And again. It's not that bad. I, listen, I listen to Eric normally, you know, I like, I like the show. He is me. Before I re- kind of had a come to Jesus moment and realized that, yeah, that all this shit that goes on in Discord and podcast wars and all is just people talking and flapping their gums and it doesn't mean anything, right? So, I mean, back in the day, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month ago, I might be with Eric and how angry he is about all this stuff. But after some reflection, a little meditation, I think I'm a kinder, gentler Jamingo. Uh, unless you're late to a podcast. Well, it's funny you say <laughs> that. Because, well, I don't want to get into this right now. So let's finish up. Let's try to finish the story. Okay. So she is trying to get reelected. So now she is trying to, I guess she's basically trying to straddle the fence. Yeah. Right? She's going to try to appeal to both sides. And it might work. Because apparently the Republican candidate for governor also went to the january 6th insurrection riot in washington he was there amazing so apparently they don't like that i think a common misconception is that michigan is a very blue state yeah that's that's not the case at all you don't think it is i think it no. is. well they have a democratic governor the democrat well, i i know but you would Honestly, have been would have been surprised at how many uh, people voted uh, Republican in the last election. No, I, I understand that because I was watching because yeah. that was one of the states that. They well, I mean, were, the politics in general, yes, are very, very democratic. The problem, the problem, the issue is it's not. I'm not saying it's a problem. The issue is is that Detroit and the surrounding suburbs and you know your basic urban areas, 
are very democratic and there's a lot of people in there. So the yeah. concentration of Democrats in the big cities kind of overpower the rest of the state, which is, I would guess, very conservative or at least independent, neutral. Still speaking of uh, Michigan and uh, black people. <laughs> As we do. In more uh, black neighborhoods around here at like, you know, the Speedway gas stations, they have some uh, pretty uh, interesting commercials about the vaccines where it'll be a, you know, a black dude, you know, dressed either as a doctor or is just dressed as one. I don't know. Talking about how um, a lot of colored folk are, they don't want the vaccine because, you know, shit that was done to them in the past. And they have this guy being like, oh, yes, I understand that these things happen, but get vaccinated. I'm like, this is so fucking strange. Well, Chris Rock, he's got the the Rona. And yeah. so he's like, man, you don't want this. Go out there and get vaccinated. Well, Chris, were you vaccinated? Yes, I was. And I still got the COVID and it's bad. So if you don't have the vaccine, go get the vaccine. I'm like, well, you got it, and you got the Rona. Yeah. Why should I get it? I mean, if I'm going to get the Rona, well, they say that it makes the symptoms less, where you're not going to die from it. But then there's the the vaccinated now are going to the hospital because their their symptoms are really bad. Yeah, like and that poor that poor fucking kid in college that doesn't get to play his last senior year of ball. Yeah, well, that was be- was that because of the vaccine? Yes. Or was that because of- okay? So he took the vaccine and he got that s- the swelling of the heart, which is myocardial. Yeah, something like that. Heart swelling. Yeah, heart swelling. It made his heart bigger, and not in a good way. No, not in the good way. Everybody that took this vaccine, myself included, we're guinea pigs. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's again. From what I see, in my humble opinion, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I'm not a moron. Right. I can see that after six months, the cases are starting to go up and everything's starting to go up, whether you had the vaccine or not. Now they're having breakthrough cases. And now they're trying to blame everything on you filthy, non-vaccinated people. All the unvaccinated, filthy people. If you would just get vaccinated, this would all go away. No. No, it won't. That's why there's a a, a different uh, breed of coronavirus that is from vaccinated people now. I know. It's a, a new... Fucking... What's it crazy, the, dude? It's the move. It's the move version. Yeah, from all those fat cows that got the vaccine. Why? Why is it all of a sudden going to be fat? Move. <laughs> all righty. Well, I guess we beat that to death. Look at us riffing and going into off, yeah, no, off in the weeds is, and stuff I, like that. Getting the hang of just actually not being in my own head and just having a conversation. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, while also trying to make jokes. I like that too. All right. So this week, you know how I like to have that out of context clip? Yeah. All right. So this week is uh, a no stranger to the show. Maybe you can tell us who this is. Yeah, you better get back to work, you fucking You know who that is? Uh, no idea. Let me play it again. He, he sounds very angry. Yeah, you better get back to work, you fucking you know who that is? Yeah, no, no, it's nuts. Who would say something like that? It's you. You did that. <laughs> uh, for frame of reference, my girlfriend was in the room and gave me permission. Hey, 
Is that allowed? <laughs> Just because you're banging a black chick, does that mean you're allowed to? Does she? Can she come in and give you dispensation? I, I was doing a character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was I was doing my impersonation of like you know Howard Stern's blackface. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really, Howard Except Stern? I was, uh, I was playing the role of a really racist white guy. Oh, oh, you're playing the yeah. role of a racist. Yeah, white Yeah, I was guy. doing whiteface. You were, oh, you were doing my face. Okay, just Jeff, double checking. Okay, cool. <laughs> I totally forgot that I said that. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this and I heard him do it. I'm like, mark that down. That's definitely out of context next week. All right. I got some relationship advice that I, I think we should go over. And then we have some boomer advice that I think we might be able to get into. All right, awesome. so... The first one is, my girlfriend cheated on me, and now our mutual friend wants to hook up with me. So basically, my ex-girlfriend, 18, female, of 11th months, made out with another guy in a club she went with me to. It sucked. I broke up with her. Now she's going on dates with this new guy, and it really sucks. It's only been around a week or so, but my ex and I don't speak anymore, and I have no contact with her. My ex and I share a best friend. 18-year-old female, who is now asking me if I want to hook up with her. Just casually, nothing serious. I'm real comfortable around her, and I feel like it might be pretty good. I'm just wondering if this is a bad idea. I'm considering doing it, but I have a feeling it would end in tragedy. Your thoughts, Devin? His last thing of it uh, ending in tragedy, you, sir, are correct. Why is that? Uh, okay, I actually have a little, tiny, may have a little bit of experience in this. Um, when I was 18, no, not 18, 16, I was dating a senior in high school. So, you know, cool. I got to go to two proms. I think I dated her for about a year. And then we broke up and I found out that she was cheating on me with a bunch of different dudes. Very cool. Uh, and then I ended up, uh, dating and fucking her best friend for like three or four years. And now, you know, she hates me. Both of them are just, which one hates oh, you? I mean, they both hate me. They both hate you. Yeah, All right, I'm so it ends in tragedy. Oh, it always ends in tragedy. But my first question... Yes. ...is uh, when he he must not be very confident because I think in your mind and my own as well, if I saw some dude making out with my girlfriend at a club, I think the first thing that would come to my mind is... Okay, I am swinging a fist. Like, what the fuck is this? Funny you say like that. You're, like I, you're 18. I have some experience with this myself. When I was around 19, I was dating this girl, and we were having a party at my house. Mm -hmm. And she invited some guys that she worked with over. She was a waitress. These guys worked in the kitchen. No big deal. They were allowed to come over. And uh, they come in, you know, they didn't know anybody, acting bad. This one kid, tall, had cowboy hat on. So, you know, hey, there's the beer, this and that. So I walk around the corner later on, and I see him rubbing up on my girlfriend, like trying to give her a hug and everything. And I don't know, I punched him so hard that he went out and his cowboy hat dropped straight down, whoop, right, right down on the ground. So I'm with you. That if I saw a guy kissing my girlfriend, although now that I'm older, I would think like, guess what? You two deserve each other. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. But again, it's an insult to your manhood. I don't I, think I'm the thinking violence back would... to when I was 18. Yeah, I was 19 when this happened. Like now, if that were to happen to me, you know, say fucking Tiana did something like that, I'd be like, okay, well, go home, pack your shit, get the fuck out. Right. Pack your I'm bags. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, exactly. So basically what I'm saying, dude, is this. Nothing cures the pain of getting over old pussy like getting new pussy. And if yes. she's DTF, then I say you go for it. It's a rebound. You'll probably break up, and she probably will hate you. Who knows? Yeah. You don't know, but who, do you care? Right now, do you care? It's time to go out and have some good old-fashioned, non-committal sex, have fun, knock the bottom out of it, and then... Forget about it. And forget about the other, the other girlfriend. Nothing makes you forget about old pussy like new pussy. That's my advice. There's no better way to get over someone by getting under somebody else. All right, second one. My boyfriend... 40-year-old male, and I, 42-year-old female, went to a concert last weekend. He yells out to a group of women taking a picture. Hey, do you ladies need a man to take a picture? Then five minutes later, we pass another group of women standing by a car, and the car was to be raffled off, and he says, hey, you ladies want to take a ride? They didn't respond. So then he says, okay, maybe later. We've been going together for almost two years. I was beyond furious, getting really close to end the relationship, but why would he act this way, Devin? Okay, so is there a history of this behavior, or did this just happen? There's a lot of stuff that gets left out, especially when they're written by women. I understand that. Okay. So, well, let me ask you this question. You okay. are out with T. You're out with your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And you yell to a bunch of girls, hey, do you ladies need a man to take a picture of? What would she do? I would probably need a new pair of glasses because my face would probably receive the hardest smack I've ever gotten in my entire life. Absolutely. But she sat there and took it. So she accepted this behavior. I say, you know what? If you accept that kind of behavior, he's going to, I would say he doesn't respect you because he's doing this right in front of you. And if he thinks it's took a the joke. the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. He doesn't respect you. And if he doesn't respect no. you, why are you even there? It's time to cut this loser loose. Let him go over and see if the, they can uh, have a man take to take a picture of. This guy's an asshole. And why are you with him? Hey, lady, you know what you need to do? Go fuck his best friend or something. Oh, go find his best friend and knock the bottom out of that. Yeah. All right. Last one. I should make you read these because I, I'm not do, I do not do well. Thank God for editing. Yes. I am an 18-year-old female, and my boyfriend is a 22-year-old male. I met him a week ago. A week ago. With the intentions just to have a gaming buddy. But we both quickly caught feelings. He was really sweet and wanted to take things to the next level. I wanted to take my time and get to know this guy. But the passion of the moment set in, and uh, I agreed to be his girlfriend. I regret not going with my gut feeling and taking my time. This guy shows a lot of red flags. He says the N-word a lot, and he's not black. Gamer words. <laughs> What's that? So, you know, like uh, the F-slur, uh, retarded. Yes. Words like that are words that are often used in the gaming community oh. and have been for a really long time because it's shit talking. That okay. happens a lot when you play those games online. Right. I tell him to stop, and he says he will, but he continues to say it. All of our conversations always end in sexual... And in sexual and 
Okay, I did read that right. Yes. All of our conversations always end in sexual, and I'm scared he's only using me for my body. On the second day we got into an argument, I can explain if needed because it really hurt me. He's also pretty hot and cold with me. One moment he'll be super nice and sweet, and the next, his passive aggressiveness and distance. I don't know if this is due to illness, drug influence, but I don't like it. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells with him. Anything can trigger him. I'm just scared to leave because my boyfriend knows a gang and he told me his sister can fight anyone. I'm afraid something bad will happen to me if I leave him. Please help. Devin? Oof. If your father is in your life and you guys have a good relationship, definitely contact him because I'm sure your dad will have a very big problem with this. Yeah. You got to get away from this guy. As any father would. Just find... I know a lot of these things are actually, you know, difficult to get out of. Like it's it's really not a joke, but you got to do what you can. Yeah, you got to get away. This yeah. dude is obviously unhinged, like uh, probably an undiagnosed mental illness, because she was just describing him being really nice and sweet, and then the next being passive aggressive and distant. You know, that's a lot of signs of bipolar disorder and stuff like that. See. I have a theory What's that up? as a girl, you have to wait to give up the ass. In other words, yeah. unless you're just into casual sex, if you can handle just casual sex and not any kind of emotion or anything like that, then that's fine. But if it, if it means something to you, if it's emotional, you catch feelings, you need to make sure the guy is a good guy before you give in to him. Of course, this guy's going to be nice in the beginning. Every guy's nice until he, he gets a piece of ass. Every guy will do that. Sorry, that's oh, yeah. just the way it is. You, you know, and then once that happens, you know, some of the real you starts to slip out. And the next thing you know, you know, you're having issues. Try, I mean, try not to be too needy, but just say, hey, listen, you know, this thing was casual and now I'm not have I'm not feeling it anymore. And sorry, go find somebody else. Right. That's it. And then just watch your back. Carry pepper spray. Get a taser. Oh, there you go. Get a pit I'll bull. Say she's not, or that. <laughs> I, I love pit bulls. They scare me. I think I think they're adorable. You think, <laughs> you think they're adorable? All right. Yeah. The best dog I ever had was a pit. No kidding. You know, here's the thing. My daughter bought, it was uh, a half pit, half Sharpay. Mm-hmm. And back then, my kids were young. And my kids really did not know how to be around animals. And I right. said to my wife and my older daughter at the time, if that dog bites and disfigures any one of my kids, I will pick the dog up and beat you to death with the dog. That being said, the dog is 14 years old now. Mm-hmm. She has never, I've never met a more kinder dog. The dog don't have a vicious bone in its body. Mm-hmm. It protected the kids. The kids could ride it. I mean, it was amazing. It was an amazing dog. One of the best dogs. And again, Pitbull, Sharpay mix. It's the dog and, and the way the dog's raised. But, you know, some of these dogs, you ever see them? You know, they look, they look like a, they look like they're built out of concrete. They got the big giant, just like, you know, they're, they're trained to fight. Oh, yeah. And they're nasty. Absolutely. But um, in my experience with those dogs, honestly... Uh, when you if you get one as a puppy or adopt one from a shelter, most of the time they're honestly dumber than a box of rocks. Like uh, my old pet, uh, he was a purebred blue nose. This dog would lose his fucking like mind and get scared if the toaster went off. 
I've seen them switch on. Oh, all. yeah, no, I that shit switches. Like, um, I had like somebody ran at my sister once and chopper the dog. Chopper. Fuck, I'd never seen them run faster in my fucking life. Oh, they're protectors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, that's how they were kind of bred to be protectors, too. All right. So here we go. This, what I did was I found these questions in a, in a Reddit and it's all about boomers. And I figured maybe I could offer some insight here. Okay. Why do boomers waste so much paper? So I'm at a company I work and I'm the youngest person here. We do a lot of paperwork and I don't know what it is with old people and having the need to print everything out. And I mean everything, even though we have digital copies of our records, they insist on printing it out. This also includes emails. I would get an email, ask my coworker if there's an issue or question I have about something, and they would say, print out the email and give it to me instead of forwarding the email. This phenomenon goes as far as people printing stuff out, rescanning it, emailing it to a coworker, then printing out the scan, rescanning that. The quality of the document gets worse and worse. Almost like an Instagram kid screenshotting the same screenshot as the quality quality gets worse and worse. I would tell them, look, you don't have to do this, but they insist on printing everything. It's wasting paper and overcomplicating our job. And I got to tell you, you are absolutely right. My friends, my family, they print everything. They still fax shit. I have not owned a printer in eight years. The last time my printer broke, I said, no. The last time my printer ran out of ink, I went and got ink. I put the ink in the printer and the printer wouldn't work anymore. I said, this is ridiculous. And the ink almost cost as much as the printer. I said, yeah. that's it. I'm not buying a printer anymore. And in the past eight years, I might have had to print something out five times in eight years. And all I do mm -hmm. is if I, all I, if I have to do it, I email or send the files to a Staples near me. And they print it, mm -hmm. and I go pick it up, and that's it. And I think I've had to do it five times in eight years. So I don't know why they have to do this. They feel like they have to have it. They're afraid that it's going to go. They don't know where in the interwebs it might be, and if they lose it, what will happen then? So they just don't understand the technology. It'll get better as soon as some of us start to die. All righty. So you were busy last week, since we get into yeah. as the Discord terms. You were a little busy last week. You were on the show, We Are Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> great show. <laughs> great show. <laughs> oh, it's a great show. What happened was Michael, or as I like to call him now, Mikey. Mikey is the host of the show. And now there's three other guys that are there. One is named Cockroach. Uh, Crawd uh, Crawdad. Crawl Chad. Or Crawdad, whatever. Who Crawdad, cares? Crawl Chad. And now they have a new Australian. I don't know what his name is, but I call him New Dave. So you were on there last week, and now Mikey decided, because he's not getting any play and he needs to get somebody, and what the best thing to do is just starting to insult a bunch of podcasters and hope that the other podcasters hear about this and then talk about them on their show so people will go listen. And being the narcissist that I am, of course, I'm going to do that. Last week, as we all know, Devin was late. Not five it's minutes, not 10 minutes. Almost an hour. Almost an hour. And how long do we record this podcast? An hour. An hour. I was torqued because did I get a, a text, a memo, a nothing? Did they someone send me an email? Nothing. I got nothing. 
So then they were talking about this, and this is what Devin had to say. It lasted for over 50 minutes. <laughs> so I was late to recording the show that I do with John. And then John wanted to be a dick bag. Dick bag. John wanted to be a dick bag. John waited 50 minutes. Are arguably, John, yes. I've said worse things to you. Uh, yes, you have. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I was the dick bag. No, I completely understand. But I mean, it's just funny when you get around other people, I'm the dick bag. Like you should have said, hey, listen, he was fired up because he's sitting there waiting. He doesn't hear from me. I finally show up. And then we, we hash it out for, what, a minute and a half? We yeah, hash it out. and just jump into recording. And we just jump into recording and it's over. Like men. We do it like men. Yeah. There was no fucking problems. There's no real life problems behind this podcast. Unlike right. all the other ones. I know. But then we get... <laughs> and then John wanted to be a dickbag and make it last long enough so I was late to the, my show with Dave... You're goddamn right I was. Yeah, I know. Because I knew you fucking did that I on was purpose. Because <laughs> you were going to be late to my show, I wanted to see how Dave would react when you were late to his show. And he reacted just like I thought he would by bullying you when you went back to his show, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Called you caller number two, I think. Yes. And did, it, did it last just like a minute and a half or did it last a lot longer? No, it didn't, la it, uh, didn't really last that long. I just kind of brute forced... Don't make, me like, go, don't make me go uh, pull no, receipts. No, no, it lasted a while. Dave is, he's a little bit vindictive. Who's more of a bully, me or Dave? Uh, if you're talking about vaccines and how they're good, Dave. I'm just talking about overall. A oh, bully. being a bully in general? Yes. Uh, if it's something uh, in general, I depending on how he feels uh, about the situation, he could be worse. Okay, just checking. So now I'm in a world of shit. Oh, yeah, All because they, of a woman. <laughs> all right. I, I do get that. So I do understand that. Yeah. So then Mikey, you know, he starts on his rant about all these other shows that he hates. Dead from gaslighting. This guy hey. talks. <laughs> this, he's, this guy acts like he's a good podcaster. Shit on me for being like a mediocre podcaster. When he <laughs> fucking stole my bit of being the only spick on a show who feeds into a local. I never shit on you. <laughs> you, literally, you literally stole my bit. Okay. You, I can't help go, that go I'm also home. Latino. Go fuck hey, yourself. And you, you, you went on fucking gaslighting. Fed Who's in there saying Latinx? Latinx. Uh, I think that was uh, either New Dave or Crawchad. Jesus. Anyhow, you guys fought about that. And I, now listen, I get it. You know, Mikey was being funny. He was, you know, saying that you stole. Just a little bit of kayfabe. Just, yeah, a little kayfabe going on. What's kayfabe again? Just so I know uh, what that is. That's a wrestling term. It's when, you know, being a heel. Being a heel. Okay. Yeah. Well, once Mikey gets done picking on you, you know who he goes after? Big yes. Daddy. Yeah. The next person I fucking hate. <laughs> Not what it's fuck he's fucking infamous on the show. John fucking Jamingo, fucking Devin's co-host. He's a <laughs> perpetual beast man child who constantly is creating shitty new podcasts and is still incapable of creating a decent decent show on, or a it. decent incel towards Go ahead. Uh, you know, you can easily tell that he totally wrote this out. Oh, he's he actively reading that. He's, I know he's reading it. But then again, you know what? It's hard to produce that much anger and do that. So I don't, you know what? I'm just going to nick him a half a point for reading it. Yeah. Because he wanted to get out. I mean, he had thoughts on me and he wanted yeah, to get them out. 
There's a lot of people that have a lot of different thoughts on you, John. Anyone on this show. So instead of roasting us like we make fun of him all the time, he just goes around crying, saying he's going to report us, get us blocked from the internet because he has nothing. Uh, okay, to no, come at he, us for it. he only <laughs> thre- he only threatened to report Andrew. All right, now that is true, and that wasn't about podcasting. That was about him being, you know, coming into Discord, and it was only getting him to stop. All right, so now this next part here. I don't even know what he's talking about. He's started to <laughs> report me and PJ on Twitter back in the past. Are you fucking serious? Oh my Fuck God. John I need Gino. to have a serious conversation with this man. First of all, <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't think I've ever, ever, ever. Well, oh, I'm sorry. One person. I blocked one person. I've never, mm-hmm. ever reported anybody to Twitter. So that's a lie. Uh, he's just making that shit up. I don't know where he's getting that from, but I've never, ever reported in anybody to Twitter, and I only blocked one person. That was The reason I did that was because it started to get a little weird, and I was like, you know what? I don't need this shit. So I did that. Then he went on to the, one of the nicest guys that podcast, one of, or just a real sweetheart of a guy, Devin Cox, from the Devin Cox experience. And that's what he had to say about him. This guy, fucking Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox experience. All I gotta say is, it's a fucking podcast ra- ran by a Negro. What else is that about, about him? <laughs> Delvin heard that because Delvin says, oh, I guess I'm just a, you know, I guess my podcast is just a podcast run by a Negro. So I, I'm, we're probably the only sh- show that's actually going to do this. And the reason I do this is because, you know, me, I'm such a narcissist. If anybody talks about me, I'm going to play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then finally, the final clip. The next group of people I fucking hate is fuck- all the fucking content kings. The only thing less interesting hey. than the shitty podcast on that network is the mouse drooling morons who hang on to every word of an unfunny cripple in charge of that <laughs> shit network. Finally, we agree on something there, Mikey. <laughs> we finally agree on something. So. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, hey, listen, they're trying. Go over there. Check out We Are Assholes. You might like it. It might be your cup of tea. The only time I listen to them is when they talk about me. That was the best part of the show. When they started talking about that stupid spreadsheet is when it, it goes down the tube. And here's the other uh, thing. Everything falls apart. I reached out to Mikey privately, and I said, listen, if you want to and have a serious talk about shit, I have ideas that kind of could make you better and help you with this. And if you want to talk, fine. You don't have to take anything I say. You just listen. And if you like some things, take what you like, leave what you don't, kind of like at a buffet and do whatever. Again, I love podcasting. I love the kids trying. He is trying. He's got, I mean, he got left a shit show and I was trying to find the clips. He's got the, the RSS feed is screwed up. It's on the Twitter. It's one, I mean, on the show description, it's one thing, but it's actually somewhere else. It's a nightmare, but he's trying. So there we go. Okay. Real quick, as the yeah. Discord turns. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I know, I, no. I have a slight update about that. You'll never guess who is back in the Content Kings Discord. That would be one, Boomer Bob. Yep, Bobarino. Bobarino was back in. I, I talked to him the other day and I said, hey, you back over Content Kings? And he said, yeah. He says, you know, he's. Where he's at and what he does, work is kind of lonely, so he likes hanging out with you clowns, even though sometimes you piss him off. I'm a really like, cool okay. guy. Hey. Well, I think he's it's just one person. 
It's that uh, crippled guy oh. that him. That's the guy that he doesn't like. Yeah. So, you know, you know like I said. I think, I think we'll be having his funeral soon. For who? Content for King? Dave, for Dave, because he's getting the vaccine. He is getting the vaccine? Yeah, he's getting that Pfizer. No shit. When does that happen? Uh, I think next week. Wow. I, you know what? I don't want it to hurt him. No, I don't either. I hope he's okay. Listen, he's a bit of a, a bully and a, he doesn't like me, but I don't want to see him die. No, of course not. You know, and like I said, as anybody knows, anger doesn't last forever because nobody was more angry than I was when I left the Rubberneckers show. And Dave is not banned from the Boomer Bunker. So no, if he ever just wanted- left. He just left. So if he does, and I, no, wait a minute. I think Bob kicked him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's right. After uh, that debacle, yeah, Bob kicked him out. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't let him be banned. I said, if you want to kick him out, you can, because he kicked you out, you know, because we are fifteen-year-old boys in it in Discord. Exactly. To be honest with you, I kind of enjoy that Dave's not in there. You know, I don't have to listen to his nonsense and his bullshit. But also, the big news is I joined the We Are Assholes Discord server. I, I am shocker. So, I am so proud of you. <laughs> You're making so much progress. You're like a recovering alcoholic. Uh, yeah, it's I rage a hawk. <laughs> so far, they've been very nice, and I've noticed that you are more active in the We Are Assholes than you are over with the old guys over in the Boomer Bunker, which is fine. I, I'm not well, saying it, anything. It, it's even like that, like uh, compared to Content Kings, because well, first of all, there's it's only ever me, Dave, and Colin that usually talk in there. Okay. And then, and with the, we are asshole servers, you know, there's a bunch of, you know, young dudes. I, I did notice that who, you know, get what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm a little too old for that server, but I just went in there anyhow. Let's see what happens. All right, boss, man. I think that's it. I think we've done it all. I think we've said it all. We got a couple things for next week. Yeah. If, if the internet's still here, find out next week. We'll talk about that next week. All right, want to take us out? Yep. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Gaslighting. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Gaslighting Pod. Uh, John likes all form of con- uh, confrontation and criticism. So either send him a DM or just say it publicly on Twitter. He Absolutely. Yeah, I'll answer you. I don't care. And we also have a Discord server. If you want to jump into the Discord server, go into the show notes. There's a link there. Come on over, hop into the, the Content Kings, and maybe, oh, I don't know. I would have to talk to uh, Mikey. Who runs the We Are Asshole one? Is that Mikey now? Who runs uh, it? Yeah, he's in charge. All right, so we'll ask Mikey. Maybe he'll put a link in so we can put the one to that one, too. See what happens. Right. All right, everyone. We'll be back here next week. Take it easy. Get fucked.